0: good morning i pray you're all having an absolutely stunning day here in this beautiful world that we are blessed to wake up and receive every day this is cynthia from blue dream love and wellness coming at you today to talk more about clients and today we're going to talk about manipulative clients these clients often become manipulative when the practitioner is treading too close to a sensitive issue they might even become verbally aggressive their parents may have manipulated them during childhood and when this person followed their parents manipulative instructions they were rewarded with love when you as the practitioner validate any manipulative tactics on the part of the client they might feel that you accept them or love them manipulation is also a hidden form of control. The more you as the practitioner work and resolve your personal boundary issues, the easier it will be to express it and easily manage this type of client. You are offering your time and your energy to the client by means of an exchange such as a payment or an exchange favor. Giving in to being manipulated or controlled by the client is not included in the unspoken contract between you and the client. Have a structure that you can follow to keep you and the client on track and focused on the actual issue and problem at hand And remember to bring it back into focus when it spirals out we also have what is called an analytical client they feel much safer in their head mind thinking about their emotions they feel mm, even more safe I would say when they can understand what their emotional processes are how they work why they work the way they do why and why and why does this sound familiar what they truly feel takes second place they are fixed on the story of their life during their childhood they may have relied on their ability to process information and their emotions in their head mind they feel and express their emotions from an analytical point of view sometimes the client can stall during the session and say i don't know how i feel i don't know that they're often stuck in their head analyzing the situation and they may be avoiding making a decision which is also self-sabotage. The best way to approach this is to ask the client, what is the benefit of not making a decision? You can also ask, what is the benefit of always thinking about your emotions instead of feeling them. Often it's because they have an unconscious fear of taking responsibility or a fear of change and moving forward. They also have a fear of being hurt, a fear of feeling vulnerable or a fear of success. Address the fears that are most relevant as to why the client does not want to feel their emotions. When their heart says often to take second place, they have made an association that living their life from an analytical point of view keeps them safe. They don't have to feel what is taking place around them or the emotions that they are suppressing. They think, they learn, feel, and love with their head mind and the emotional aspects of these experiences are suppressed. They often argue a lot during sessions asking countless questions, which is their way of deflecting and avoiding facing their emotions. It could also be that you didn't explain the process and procedure well enough to the client, and that could cause confusion or mistrust. The client might even start asking many questions or analyze your responses. This is especially true When you get too close to a vulnerable topic, they may have been traumatized by circumstances in which information was withheld from them, which may have contributed to their traumatic experiences. The result is that they now need to know everything before they make a move this lack of information may have resulted in trauma and unpleasant experiences influential people may not always have explained things to them in a way that made them feel safe knowledge equals safety and being in control Let's stop right there for a station break. Thank you so kindly for coming back. Let's finish up this talk about clients. We know that in reality, it is true that knowledge equals safety and being in control. The problem starts, though, when someone needs to know every little thing, even information and issues that do not concern them. And this need is driven by fear and trauma and not by rational motivation. Traumatic and repetitive incidences May have taken place, such as continued exposure to unexpected moods in their family that made the client disassociate from their environment rather than feel what is taking place in their environment they revert to their intellectual mind and process their emotions by thinking about them it does beg a few questions how does being analytical keep you safe what is the benefit of being so intellectual about your emotions? What feelings are you actually trying to avoid? These answers will provide you and the client with a clearer direction of where the session will end up going. The client will also have deeper insights to their client in resolving their fears and trauma without needing to talk about it in detail. If they don't know what the answer is then go with the emotions that come up and don't worry about the story behind it. We get stuck in these stories and they just keep spinning and repeating and we need to break this cycle now for you can live a more happier life always steer clients back to how this emotion made them feel instead of validating their story the client might also be expressing and sharing symptoms during the session that are unrelated to the issues that you have agreed to address Sometimes, the client doesn't want to talk about it, doesn't want to deal with it, doesn't want to think about it. Instead, the client will tell you about their hardships in life, continuing their story. And that's okay to a point. This is deflection. Especially if you're getting very close to a sensitive topic your client will deflect more and more always bring your client back gently to their awareness and steer them back on track and focus on the actual issue set a goal and an intention with your client well before the session. Take the available time you have with the client into consideration when discussing the client's goals during the session. It is also best to send information to your client about how you practice and what to expect during each session this will also save you and your client a lot of time allowing you to focus on the client's issues and goals because each client will have several issues and several goals that they want to take and make move forward at times these clients don't realize that they are stuck in this circle. They certainly do not know how to stop it from spinning. This is your job to help them become aware and to help them move past this. Give them a plan, give them affirmations. Teach them to manifest work on all seven layers of their chakras, on their belief floors, their limiting beliefs, if they're sabotaging their self, if they think negatively all the time. There are so many beautiful things we can do with these modalities, all of them. And this is to enrich your life, your health, and your way. I thank you for listening today. And if any of this resonated with you or you have any questions, please do not ever hesitate to reach out. That is what I'm here for is to help you. Thank you so kindly. Namaste.